want more than a minute, visit our website, chesterton.org. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you for joining me today on We Sing Our Faith. I have a very special new guest to introduce you to on our program. This is Tim Margiata, and Tim, welcome to We Sing Our Faith. Thanks, Julie. It's great to be here. Um, tell us a little bit about you before we go into your music. Um, where do you live? A little bit about your family. T- uh, tell us a, a bit about Tim. Sure. Thank you. So I live in North Plainfield, New Jersey. Grew up around the corner from here in Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. Um, I'm one of five children. Um, grew up in a, a loving Catholic home. And then from there, um, grew to love music. Learned uh, the guitar and piano and was playing the trumpet in bands. And so that kind of fostered uh, my love for music and writing. Um, I, I went to school at Rutgers and after graduating became a middle school teacher while I continued writing and performing music. Um, currently my wife Sophia, uh, just a quick side note, she's from Monterey, Mexico. We, we met in high school in an exchange program and then uh, long, seven, seven years of long distance dating, um, here we are with five beautiful children, uh, a sixth on the way actually. We recently found out, so we're looking forward to welcoming our, our sixth child in November, but quite an active home full of lots of love and activity. Uh, I continue to play, write music um, at my parish, in the communities I'm involved in, um, so it's just been really a gift to serve the Lord in that way and and enjoy it you know, as, as a hobby at, at the same time. That's awesome. That is awesome. So now, when you were an exchange um, student, did your wife come to the States, or did you go to Mexico? Yeah, she came here. I was a senior in high school, and she came. She had already graduated and was kind of a volunteer at, at this local Catholic school, And uh, but as part of it, took English with the seniors. Uh, needless to say, I was more than happy to provide extra tutoring. I said, <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out, and um, our friendship you know, grew into something more. And um, I traveled out there after I graduated and we decided to give it a go. And uh-huh. the, the Lord had his plan. And it was it was a, a fun-filled adventure, but we're grateful to not have any more goodbyes. You know, there were a lot of them. <laughs> but, that, yeah, but. that is marvelous. I love how the Lord just allows his perfect plan in our lives, yeah. regardless of distance, regardless of language. God has, um, when he has ordained that beautiful vocation of marriage for the two of you, mm-hmm. um, his plan was so beautifully fulfilled in that. And and congratulations on your beautiful family Thank and you. your sixth child on the way. Quickly, give us the name of the five children that you already have and what are their ages? Yep. So my oldest, our oldest daughter, Elena Rose, is 11. Um, next after her is our son, Charles. Charlie is 10. After him comes Dahlia. Dahlia Margaret is eight years old. Um, after her is Carolina, who is five. And then our youngest is Natalia Grace, who is two years old. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yep. Well, again, congratulations to you and your wife. That's marvelous. Thank you. And and to have such a passion of your Catholic faith and music, um, before we go to the first song, mm-hmm. what what do you feel is most pronounced 
of your Catholic faith through your music? What do you think is the most pronounced part of your faith? I think um, one of the things that it kind of weaves through the songs, a, a lot of my songs are are questions and experiences that, that I went through. And so I love connecting with people. I, the word authentic comes to mind. You know, I, I think if, if we're authentic in our faith journey, people connect with that, whatever it is, whatever the challenge is or the joy is. And so I feel like as I write music, it's a different facet of my faith and something that's that struck me recently or, or piqued my interest. And and I loved that many of my songs at, at events, they they turn into conversations afterwards or follow up. And, and that's where lives change and hearts change. And ultimately the Lord moves and works. So uh, I think it's kind of this desire to be real and authentic with the Lord and to invite other people into into these specific questions and experiences that I've gone through. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us the title of the record that we're going to be sharing music from today. Yeah, the album is called Make a Venture. Nice, nice. Um, and the first song is Gambler. Tell us yes. about this one before I play it. Yeah, sure. So um, I grew grew up, and one of my close friends, is, his father used to play cards a lot. And uh, I remember that being young, of just being around someone who played cards and kind of gambled. And um, th th fast forward, um, when I was going through college and, and beyond, um, I started to face, as, as I'm sure we've all faced, um, challenges to my faith. And, and I really started to have some doubts. There were some conversations I had where really made me question my beliefs and, and what I really held on to. And I remember having a moment of prayer in the house where I was living where I just had to go back to basics and be like, what do I believe here? And so I started, I believe in God. You know, I believe he sent his son, Jesus. And I kind of step by step went through it. And at the end of it, I was like, no, if I believe all these things, then I need to live my life in a way that reflects that. Because I, I felt like there were opportunities or times where I might compromise, you know, being silent when I should be vocal or, or how I acted. And it came down, you know what, Tim, regardless of what the person to your left or right is doing, like it's, it's between you and the Lord and you need to live out your faith. And so that's kind of the refrain and said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to fight through this and, and go after the Lord regardless of, you know, who's, who, what the, what the folks around me are doing awesome. and, um, awesome. and the wager is eternity. And so that was wow. kind of like, that's, that's the wager. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, listeners, wherever you are joining us today from, I hope you are blessed as you hear the first song that we are sharing by Tim Margiata, his song, Gambler. There is a question that most people ask themselves sometimes. What is the purpose of my life? Well, in order to answer this, and in order to help you realize Listen up First of all, there is a God That is a fact, not a tale or a story So put all your doubt behind you
last breath is gone When you're dead, are you done? Moving on into nothing You see, life is like a race That we are running every day Except in different ways But when you reach that finish line And you see what you left behind Will you want to receive your placing? Every day of every week Brings a chance to become stronger or weaker The choice is yours Just do not forget That what you do each day Determines how the story You know, it's interesting when you were saying um, that part of what you you share is the questions. Mm-hmm. I kind of got a feel of that as I listened through your record mm-hmm. um, this past week as we were preparing for your program. Mm-hmm. And to realize that it is okay to have the questions, mm-hmm. I think sometimes those questions are those things that once we once we have the humility to ask the question, to maybe admit we don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. It's that humility that takes us a little deeper into the heart of God. Yep. And I have to tell you, the the next song, I I love this. And I actually shared this one with my husband because he is a guitarist. Um, <laughs> my son-in-law is a guitarist. Mm-hmm. And uh, we well, if you if you could see into our, our home, every room has one of those little hangers on the wall where oh, you yeah. can hang up a yep. guitar. <laughs> yep. I think every room except the kitchen um, has one of those because somebody will grab a guitar. But this one, the name of the song, God Must Have a Guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love it. Yep. I love this song. Yep. And honestly, it's just, you know, when you see the kiddos, I can just see in my mind's eyes, your your children there in your home. and um, But set this one up for our listeners. God Must yeah. Have a Guitar. So God Must Have a Guitar, this song was like written in front of my eyes because literally, I just remember being in my living room and, and yeah, having a guitar accessible, you know, the kids, you know, they find it interesting, you know, when they're young, they're not following along totally, but it's just something different. Um, And so I started playing and and writing the song and then my daughter's literally, I think she was started chewing out a sock, on a sock. I mean, one, one of my kids, <laughs> Elena, was constantly in the garbage can, just pulling everything out. And <laughs> uh, and it just, you know, the refrain says, God must have a guitar that he plays when his children are going crazy. You know, and I just this image of God, like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna play my guitar here and and but he's just loving us you know as I'm playing my guitar I'm just looking at my kids and they're making a mess and but they're they're smiling and they're you know they'll pause to dance or interact with the guitar and just this loving image of God the Father who accepts us for who we are and our craziness and, and we're, we're not falling in line and this beautiful idea of him kind of having this guitar that he plays uh, when we're going crazy. So oh, I love it. I love it. What a, what a great setup. What a great setup. Well, listeners, this one is just a few minutes long, but oh my goodness, you're going to love this. And just have that image um, as, as Tim set this up for us, as he plays for us now, God must have a guitar. I'm here staring at my two kids, wondering what else can I do to entertain them with one that's just arrived Got the other looking jealous and spiteful So I grab my old guitar As she grabs a dirty sock And puts it in her mouth But as I begin to strum All the chaos is undone for a while They're driving me insane They just taught me something I must have a guitar for those days When his children are going crazy I must have a guitar that he plays As he loves us just the way when those little faces stare at me There's nothing I won't do or sing for my kids It's true I'll shot it out and whoa I'll lot it out and ho Till I'm blue in faith Waking from a nap And she's pulling out the trash That I just threw out Though the whole house is a mess I can't help but think I'm blessed by it all Though they're driving me insane They just taught me something God must have a good time Just taught me 
as I was listening to that, I was thinking that's the soundtrack of our life. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, seriously. That, yeah, that lovely soundtrack. And, you know, and God is approachable. Our Father is approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an amazing thing when we think of God our Father, when we think of, of the person of the Trinity of Christ Jesus. Um, can't you just imagine when he was with his friends walking along the shore of Galilee? And as they traveled about, when you think of the life of a Jewish person, um, the Psalms were so important of their daily life Mm -hmm. and the way that they sang together, there had to have been some type of a stringed instrument that one of those guys played. I Mm -hmm. I wish I could find which of the uh, original 12 played the uh, stringed (laughs) instrument that they sang. (laughs) That's so true. Gosh. So a little bit more about your your faith. Um, have you, I mean, obviously you've been a cradle Catholic. Uh, mm-hmm. You were raised in a Catholic family, as you mentioned. Uh, lots of brothers and sisters. What was it like growing up in the faith? Um, how, how were you impacted as a young person? And what part of that have you brought like into your marriage? Yeah, sure yeah, certainly. Um, so my parents were wonderful. They are wonderful. They're loving. Um, they... You know, I have two older siblings, two younger siblings. I'm in the middle. Um, and they, they moved when I was one to the part of New Jersey where we landed to be part of a faith community, the People of Hope, um, which just gave them extra support as in, in addition to their parish life to just live out a strong Catholic faith. So I, I had such a rich upbringing of great friends and opportunities and um, a, a loving home, aside from the fun with my siblings. So we grew up and you kinda, you know, we went to Sunday Mass and, and I went to a local Catholic school. I would say, you know, I, I hit middle school and and I've been involved in youth ministry in addition to music in part because my middle school and the high school had a lot of challenges. I played baseball and, and I was friends with a lot of kids in town at a, di- a lot of different friend groups. And so I started to get pulled in a lot of different directions as far as activities that um, that friend, kids would do and, and how I would talk or how I would act. And it was really into high school, as I'm learning about my faith and having new faith experiences, there was one particular summer at a, at a Catholic camp called Camp Hope, where I just remember praying and, and really asking the Lord for help, because I was seeing different paths, and many of them were not the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember a priest friend kind of saying, like, Tim, you've got to make some decisions about your friends, about what you're doing. And, and God's grace really helped me over that summer to kind of resolve to to have a fresh start and, and make some new decisions. And so um, it was challenging to kind of navigate some of that. Um, and that was in part why after I graduated high school into college, I, I've been involved in youth ministry just to kind of be a support and a listening ear for young people because you're, they're making a lot of important decisions um, in those years. And so fast forward through, through college, I had a wonderful spiritual advisor, Father Peter, um, who's an oratorian, who was at Rutgers University at the Catholic Center. Um, he ended up marrying us in Mexico. He was a good friend of my wife and I still to this day. We go visit uh, him and the oratorians with my family. Um, but but my wife's holiness, when I met her, I was like, Tim, you do not deserve this young lady because mm-hmm. her faith was so strong and inspiring. And God God worked through our relationship to really help me um, make sacrifices and love better um, not only to my now wife, Sophia, when we were dating, but my family and friends and, and all that God's put in, in my path. So oh, marvelous. 
Oh, marvelous. What a beautiful sharing of faith. And, you know, it's it's reminding me of that beautiful faith, uh, uh, scripture passage where he said, I'm sending them out two by two. Mm-hmm. We weren't meant to be alone, mm-hmm. but to have that fellowship of our of our faith community surrounding us. And mm-hmm. it just feels like God has given you that marvelous gift of that journeying with those who who are helping you stay solid. And in turn, you are helping them stay solid. It's, it's yep. beautiful. Um, well, let's go to the next song today, uh, Venture. Yeah. Tell us about this one. So Venture, so the, the album's called Make a Venture, and this is the song Venture, um, and it's all connected to a homily by now St. John Henry Newman called Ventures of Faith. And if you were to Google that or look that up, it is just a homily that a friend gave me um, back when I was in college, and it just struck me to the core um, because it, it the summary of it is just, um, what are we risking for Christ? You know, if if Christianity was gone at this moment in your life, in my life, what would actually be different? And it was a challenge to say, you know, would a lot would be the same. You know, maybe you'd still treat people well and you'd be kind and you wouldn't steal. And and so if a venture involves risk, it's not it's not a guaranteed investment. So what are you risking for for Christ and your faith? And I when I read that, I was like, I don't feel like I'm risking much at all. I'm like feel like I fit in and people like me and I'm what what is where is my risk and so that's what this is the story of that conversation with myself and it ultimately impacted the name of this album um, this ministry company that my friend Jeff Beer and I started called Fiat Ventures that it was around that same time and so it's something the Lord continues to pull back into my prayer life of, of being making a venture uh, a risk that our life should really not fit in in every area in today's society and culture. And so that's what this song, it's a, it's a beautiful song. Amen. Well, let's take a few minutes now as Tim sings for us, Venture. How was I different today From what ordinary people do and say Was I seen as the nice guy Was I seen as the funny guy Did I fall right into the mix did people meet me, stop and stare Wondering what's with this guy over here Did I live in the truth that my heart has come to That I'm not made for this world I have a dignity that's given to me Does he mean to me? How much 
that Christ brought to a world that refused and I Absolutely beautiful. You know, I'm I'm hearing so many um, kind of connections, and I, I love this that God has allowed me the beautiful joy and privilege of interviewing artists around the country mm-hmm. um, and different people in the way that He's allowed allowed me to connect with them. And so, two of the things that we have in common is that my family hosted a young lady by the name of Christina when I was a junior in high school. She was mm. from Coatzacoalcos, Veracruz, Mexico. Mm and I was living in Michigan, and then when I graduated, I went to Mexico, and I spent the summer there on the opposite end of the exchange. So that was lovely. And the other tie together in our life is uh, St. John Newman, Mm -hmm. and it's many years ago, I was given a first-class relic of of this beautiful saint, and it was in my home for many years, and right now is actually in a third-grade classroom in Michigan, where my sister-in-law, she has such a love of this saint, and it's a marvelous opportunity. She can (laughs) explain what it is and what a way to share their faith and uh, and get them chatting about their faith and Mm -hmm. uh, and share their stories. So, um, I want to jump right into the next song, mm-hmm. Marked as Mine. Yeah. I have to say, I really, really, I, I'm not supposed to pick favorites out of albums, but this mm-hmm. is one of my two favorites on mm-hmm. this on this project, Marked as Mine. Yeah. Tell our listeners about this song. It's beautiful. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Marked as Mine. Um, really, there was a lot, there's a lot that I can, when I reflect on the years that, I, that I've given over to the Lord, that I've surrendered, kind of these these step-by-step, you know, the, 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 the current item that the Lord is asking from us. And you kind of work towards that and, and, and kind of move forward in your prayer life or a different practical thing. And but I recognize, and this song sings about it, that, you know, there's, there's a few things that I'm like, well, you can have this, you can have that, you can work here, but like these, this is mine. And I'm just going to mark this little area and this little thing. Um, and, and you kind of keep it in the, in, and, it, and you may not even realize it. And it was really on a, on a specific retreat that I was really recognizing well, there are those things, they exist. And, and it was a wrestle with the Lord. It was really hard to kind of let go. And one of those items was connected to my, my now wife, Sophia, this relationship and, and realizing, um, you know, I, even my discernment, did I finish that? Is the Lord calling me to do something else? And, 
and and so different things that that you might recognize as you hear this song that the Lord might say, well, let's talk about that. Let's can we can we visit that? And it's uncomfortable and it's hard, but ultimately um, there's so much fruit and life uh, that that is waiting at the end of that journey um, and that conversation with the Lord. Amen. Amen. What a great description. Listeners, let's take a few minutes now as Tim sings for us, Marked as Mine. Lord, here's my heart. Take it, it's yours. I know that I have said this before, but in honesty, I kept some things I didn't want to let go. Lord, in the past, I showed you the doors to my heart and kept a key or two, not really trusting you, holding back as your love crashed against hardened walls. Walk with me to the farthest corners of my heart Hold my hand Help me face my fears Be there to catch my tears Should they come falling For these are things I've carried for so long And my love for them is strong So let's take one at a time And with you I'll give you all the things marked as mine Yesterday was the day That I finally let go It seemed so far away It was real but now it's fading could it be that I am still the same? No, no, cause there's a burning, a yearning that's hard to describe. It wasn't there before, and now it has me wanting more and more of the piercing love of Christ my Lord. With me to the farthest corners of my heart Hold my hand, help me face my fears Be there to catch my tears Should they come falling For these are things I've carried for so long And my love for them is strong so let's take one at a time And with you there at my side I'll give you all the things I marked as mine But on this day I choose to change I still have fear, but fear's okay 
Beautiful. If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author, Julie Carrick. And my special guest today is Tim Margiata. For information about Tim and all of the artists whose music and ministry we share, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. We sing our faith dot org. That's the site. The toll free number is one eight 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 zero six eight seven four. And we are here to connect you. I also want to give you Tim's website directly, but as you know, we will also have a link that all you have to do is click on it at wastingourfaith.org. But his direct site is Tim Margiata, and that's T I M. M-A-R-G-I-O-T-T-A dot bandcamp.com. And that will take you directly to Tim's site. But again, we'll have a link for him where all you have to do is click on that at wesingourfaith.org to make sure that we connect you with Tim. Also, you're going to want to get a copy of this um, of this music that we are sharing with you today. And Tim at your website at timmargiata.bandcamp.com, do you have links there for folks to be able to purchase your music directly? Yeah, so on timmargiata.bandcamp.com, um, you can purchase digitally, digital download. It's, um, you can make a donation there directly. Um, as far as physical albums, um, that's something that I think you'd send an email to me directly if you'd like to me to, to email out a CD. And it can be done similarly um, through the site. Perfect. Perfect. We want to make sure we get music in the hands of the folks who listen. Mm -hmm. So now as we continue along this journey of of this record and learning more about you in your first episode with us here on We Sing Our Faith, we're going to go to the song, The Faith I See in Her. Mm -hmm. Now this is my other second favorite, and Mm -hmm. I'm a mama's girl. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the the beauty of this song. Oh my gosh! Tell us, tell us a little bit about this and your relationship with Mama Mary. Sure. So, I was on a silent retreat, a nine-day Ignatian retreat um, with the Brotherhood of Hope, a beautiful, solid group of faithful men, and uh, Father Philip Merdinger was my my guide. And the reflection I got was to reflect on what was going on in Mary's mind after the crucifixion and before the resurrection. Um, it was a very specific meditation. And I remember sitting in prayer with nothing and a half hour goes by and I've got nothing. I'm like, where are you going with this, Lord? And this song just happens. This song kind of came out and, and it's sung from the perspective of John, the apostle, 
Um, and it's just kind of this interesting time frame, which I don't think I'd thought about beforehand. Of like, that must have been such a unique time um, after the crucifixion, before the resurrection, and just recognizing what, what was Mary's response in that time. Um, and the, the conviction and faith and strength of Mary um, as witnessed by the apostles in that time. And so that's the reflection. And I, I, I also love how that, that song came together. The, the opening song is an Armenian duduk, which is a, a beautiful instrument um, that we put in there. And it was, you know, connected to Passion of the Christ. It was around that time. And you can kind of think of some of those scenes. But ultimately, Mary, my wife and I did a, a Marian consecration just a couple years back. I lost my my own mom to cancer. Um, it'll be nine nine years this May, actually mm-hmm. May twenty seventh. So, it's it's something that after I lost my mom, um, in prayer I started to really connect with with my spiritual mother, um, and that was a real gift uh, in my prayer. That I felt my my earthly mom kind of drawing me closer to my spiritual mother, and and so she's someone that's very dear to my wife and I and, and in our home and and this song is, is a beautiful reflection of, of her faith and and the role it, it must have played in, in the life of the early church mm, beautiful well as Tim sings for us now this beautiful song the faith I see in her we can see John sitting there at the foot of the cross with Mama Mary holding her as she's watching what is happening in her son and with that expectation of his resurrection. Let's be blessed. I stood there beside her, not knowing what to say. Our Savior still in front of us, but released now from his pain. Her silent gaze fell on his face as her tears fell to the ground. And we watched as they took him down I went there to his resting place With the mother of my Lord All my faith had turned to fear now As they began to seal the door and I recall those words he said As he hung there on the cross His mother was now in my care The mother who had lost her son But as I turned to my side There in my sight Now the mother I had the faith I see in her Will I ever have the faith I see in her The next day I awoke to find That my state was still the same Despair and fear had kept their hold I felt abandoned and ashamed 
For he told me it would be this way He said it's all part of the plan But then why does it seem like the end? But as I stumbled outside There in my sight Now the mother of Christ She was praising God from her heart Thanking Him for the part she and I wish I had the faith I see in her Will I ever have the faith I see in her? And now I can't remember Is she in my care or I in hers? Somehow I've got to surrender I want the hope and the peace that in Mary I see Cause I know that when I turn to my side There at my side is the mother of Christ And she's praising God from her Thanking Him for the part she played And I wish I had the faith I see in her Lord, give to me the faith I see in her Lord, give to me the faith I see in her Absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful. It is, um, yeah, it's, you know, that's always the joy on, on this side of the of the microphone is I have the, uh, the opportunity to hear the music ahead of time and to uh, kind of prepare this time. And this song, I listened through it a few times. It, it's just, it's lovely. Um, absolutely lovely. Thanks, so God. thank Thanks. you. Yeah, thank you for that. And now another one. Um, Help me, Lord. <laughs> ah. What a great one. What a great song. Set this one up, too. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but there's been a number of occasions where <laughs> I just need the Lord's help. Um, and, and it's fun. And it's transitioned over the years. There's, I constantly come up with new ways that I need the Lord's help. Um, and so this uses some examples from when I was younger um, and then older. And ultimately, it's just a cry for the Lord. Help me to be loyal and, and faithful to you. Um, because, you know, as Paul says in Romans, sometimes it's just, why do I do the things I don't want to do? Why does, why do I go there and, um, and just seeking the Lord's help? So it's a, it's a fun song. It's one of my fun, you know, one of my favorites to play live. It's, it's got a lot of good energy. And, um, yeah. Help me Lord. The exam is tomorrow and I'm not prepared. She has the answer key Do I dare walk into the party? And what do I find? The bottle's being passed The turn is mine I shouldn't have stayed out I know it's real late If I slide into bed Then no one will wake Every day it seems Another decision is waiting for me Lord, help me to be loyal and faithful to all that I 
her strong intent. Help me, O oh Lord, to be a man of integrity. Walk through the store, that's what I want. Five finger discount, that would take care of me. How can he stand there and say that to me? Why don't I give him a taste of reality every day? What are those events like? What do you offer parishes or groups? How do they how do they bring you to their community? And um, and what does that look like when you arrive? Yeah, thanks, Julie. So, um, if you can think of it, I've probably done it and been involved in it. Um, so, you know, from music, I certainly um, play for masses, or if there's a time of adoration to leave, you know, praise and worship during masses. Um, with these songs, many of them are, are kind of narrative, and so there's like stories and and it, what I'm sharing, and you know sometimes it'll come out a little different live, of course. And so I've been in in done concerts and events for youth ministries or for a parish. Sometimes it's a combination where there's some you know narrative songs, but then certainly just opportunities for whoever's there to just encounter the Lord. So you might go back and forth between where you're reflecting and listening. Um, but ultimately, that I, I want the Lord to work that night, both in my heart and whoever's heart, you know, is is there in attendance. So, you know, travel, you know, wherever wherever the invitation rolls, and and kind of coordinating whatever the the event might be. The it can be small group, it can be large groups. I've worked with other artists, whether it's just an event that involves multiple musicians. Um, but I certainly love sharing my original music, and then am invited to to lead, you know. Uh, praise and worship songs and masses and as beautiful. well beautiful like many artists i would assume it would be something as simple as come in for the one day 
or perhaps come in for the weekend prior to an event so that you might join in with the um, congregation during Mass? Sure. So right now on the website, there's a spot to email me. You can send it there, and either myself or someone that works with me um, kind of handles the, the logistics. Um, I'll mention, as you know, I, I mentioned Fiat Ventures was a ministry that I co-founded. and So even through there, I've been involved in, in a lot of you know, emceeing events or giving talks and sharing. So that's that's frequently something that will happen as well, where I'll be involved in music, but then, you know, share a witness or give a teaching. And that can be based on the theme of the event that's going on. Or sometimes I'll get invited to share whatever I'd like to as an exhortation. Um, and certainly ranges from a morning visit to a day or a weekend. If, um, if it's greater distance, it's usually more worthwhile to kind of be involved, you know, before or after the event. Um, to just you know have those relationships started and, and meet folks and, and kind of gauge the feel of the event. Um, but an email through the website is the right way to start. And then perfect. from there, we can follow up on the phone. Perfect, perfect. Now, I want to get the last two songs in. Um, the next one, in just one moment, set up for us the song Paid in Full. Yeah, Paid in Full. So when I was finishing my master's degree in education and my mom was very sick, I got my first job as a teacher, and on my third day, um, I, I worked Thursday, Friday, and I woke up Saturday morning, and a, a switch had flipped, and I was in a state of anxiety and panic, and I had no idea what was going on, and it was the start of uh, a very, very difficult um, road of just intense anxiety, something I had never experienced in my entire life before, and so over these last 12 years um, or plus, um, the first couple were, were really challenging, but I would, I would battle that, this deep anxiety, um, and it was hard to figure out why and what was going on. Uh, ultimately, I was, it was just a lot going on in my, in my life at that time. And so this song paid in full. I, I was in prayer, and the, the benefit, the beautiful aspect of that cross of anxiety is it gets me to my knees gasping for breath with the Lord. Uh, my prayer life is vivid and real. And when it's gone, I get very casual and comfortable with my need for God. And ultimately, that's the gift of that cross is it reminds me very quickly that without his grace, I can do nothing. I really can't. And so this image of just Christ on the cross, you know, um, that he did it all. You know, just just hold me in your arms, Lord. Um, let me see your scars. You know, the, the scars that paid for everything in full. I don't need to earn it. I don't need to do anything. Um, because there's times when I can't, I can't, I'm too weak to pray. Um, mm -hmm. and so I rely on him. So it's, it's a beautiful song. Um, I, I love the cellos in the song. If I had to say I'm a little partial to it, but, uh, that's this song paid in full. Awesome. Well, I can't say it any better. Let's take a listen as Tim sings for us paid in full. What if I'm not the man I want to be? What if I fail when all in me wants to succeed? And where does it leave me when I break down in tears? What happens when I give in to all my fears? How much can one heart take Of beating and bleeding in so much pain 
joining us today. Um, I, I really sincerely hope that as the listeners have heard your heart, they realize that your songs are so much more than songs. They are literally the stories of a faith-filled life of a man who loves the Lord. Um, thank you so much for taking this time with us today. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation, Julie. Especially after you know sharing some of the ups and downs uh, of these songs and stories that I'm like, God, are you sure you want me? Are you sure you love me? You know, it's just a mystery that the simple thing that he wants from us is just ourselves. I can sometimes feel like I'm just not worthy and not there, but God sees things differently. He sees us differently and he sees the bigger picture. And so all he wants is for us to, to just take that next step forward and to get to know him better and he wants to know us more. And so that mystery of God, you know, I don't know, I don't understand it fully, how you could love me um, amidst my weakness. But I'll take it. You know, I'm grateful for it. And so. Well, again, information about that, uh, uh, the music for Tim can be found at timmargiotti.bandcamp.com. And of course, we're going to have a link for that for you at wesingourfaith.org. Wesingourfaith.org. That's the site. The toll free number is 1 888 And we are here to connect you. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Dave Palmer and uh, broadcasting live here on KTH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. And thanks for listening this morning. This is the day. You've probably heard a lot of announcements leading up to this. Uh, January 15th, this is the day of the Roe Memorial Mass. 
march and rally in downtown Dallas as we mark the unfortunate uh, Supreme Court decision back in 1973. But we also celebrate the gift of life and also celebrate the fact that the tide is definitely turning in our country and we are on the precipice of perhaps an overturning of Roe v. Wade as early as this summer. We'll see what happens, but God's will be done. But today is the day that we uh, we rally and we march. And it is cold, but that's okay. We can uh, put on a lot of layers like uh, we're going to be doing today and head on out there. Now, the the schedule of events, they're doing the uh, what's called the... Uh, the procession of roses right now as we speak, and then the Mass is going to begin at the Cathedral of Guadalupe in downtown Dallas in about three minutes. So if you're listening now, you probably aren't going to make that. But what you can make is the march and the rally, because the march begins right about noon, and then it's going to be a march to the Earl Cavill Courthouse in downtown Dallas. That's where the original Roe v. Wade uh, suit was filed. And uh, then once we get to the Roe v. Uh, the Earl Cabell parking lot, uh, we're going to hear some great speakers, including uh, Bishop Edward Burns of the Diocese of Dallas and Terry Schaaf from the Fort Worth Diocese and some uh, speakers from different religious denominations, uh, all, of course, giving a great pro-life message. And then we walk back and it's over probably at about two o'clock or so. So come on out and join the fun, the rally, the celebration of life, and also the uh, marking of uh, not only the horrible decision by the Supreme Court in 1973, but what we pray will be the overturning as early as this year. I will be there. We'll be broadcasting live beginning at about 12 o'clock noon. And uh, if you find me and you want to get on the air and talk about why you're pro-life and why this day means so much to you, I'd love to speak with you. And so uh, that's what's going on. Get on down to downtown Dallas, regardless of where you live or what diocese you're in, and celebrate life today with the Roe Memorial Mass, March and Rally, uh, celebrating life and a prayer to end Roe v. Wade. Um, we'll hope to see you out there. Uh, Dave Palmer uh, broadcasting live here on KTH 910 AM, soon to be in downtown Dallas for all the great events that are happening there. God bless. Hope to see you later today. 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender in MLS 12901. KATH 